your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen on this Wednesday afternoon. And in today's episode, we will be diving into things that the Hurricanes need to do in the new year. But before we do that, I want to remind you to follow Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96 and rate the show five stars on whatever streaming platform you are listening on. So diving into what the Hurricanes need to do in 2022, this can obviously be a variety of things and that's what i have here is just a variety of things that i think the carolina hurricanes as a whole need to be working on in in the new year and first and foremost i the we'll get the most obvious one out of the way and that's to continue to build on the success that they've been having not only this season, but in recent years, because this was a team that five years ago was a bottom feeder in the NHL, plain and simple, not a good team, very irrelevant and not a destination for free agents, not in just a team that was constantly the butt of no fan jokes relocation jokes all, all that stuff we we all have been through and seen all that of course but you know here in the recent years they they've been able to be a contender in the NHL and I want to see them continue to build on that success they are currently the third team in the Metropolitan Division standings behind Washington and the New York Rangers. They are fifth in the NHL. So let's see them continue this trajectory that they're having this season and, again, next season throughout the calendar year, of course. But I think a big thing for that is going to be getting over the hump in the playoffs get past the second round again because I feel that has been where the Hurricanes have kind of fallen short they get to the point they're so so good in the regular season especially you know we'll just look at last year being the most recent they were vying for the president's trophy all for the season and then come playoff time, yeah, they got past Nashville in a really tough and physical series, but then they get up against Tampa and are completely and utterly outmatched. Yes, you can bring up the cap circumvention stuff with Tampa, all that stuff, but at the end of the day, they Tampa was the better team. They were the Hurricanes are very, very outmatched in that series. And the Hurricanes have made some moves this or made 
some moves last offseason and really added some depth and you we've been having guys Sebastian Ajo especially really stepping up to the plate and looking like they're taking that next level in their careers to carry this team over that hump now this is something that we won't know until come playoff time if all these moves and whatnot will have paid off for the Hurricanes and whether or not the guys that are here, the young core that's been here from that Eastern Conference final run, has been given the keys to the kingdom, and you know, it's their team. You let and to see if they're ready to take the team to the next level. It appears right now, and at the beginning of January, they are. But we'll just have to wait and see. Come playoff time for that, and then next season as well to just see how the Hurricanes can continue to be consistent and build off of their success. And I think something that has worked in the Hurricanes' favors uh, over the past several years is their way to develop young talent. And that's something that they have been really, really good at. And I think will, again, be crucial to long-term success. Because it's one thing to build a super team or whatever to compete for the next three, four seasons. But to be, com- to be able to compete over the next decade, you're going to have to have some strong young talent on your team. And the Hurricanes, they have that now. They do with Sebastian Ajo, Andre Svechkov, Tavo, Jarvis, is Slavin. And the, again, the list goes on with that stuff. But I think that it's going to be something that the Hurricanes have to continue to do, continue to develop the guys they have in Chicago, continue to draft well. You got guys like Seth Jarvis that you just recently drafted, who's now made the NHL roster. Let's see you know, what Ryan Suzuki can do, the first rounder from the year prior. Let's see what Jack Jury can do as well. He really shined in his brief moments, you know, that he had on the Hurricane so far this season. Let's see what he can do. Let's continue to develop these young guys to be able to compete for, you know, the next 10, 15 years rather than just, you know, this small little window in front of us. And I, I think that's going to be crucial for the Hurricanes it, to continue to build on the success that they're having. Yeah, I've mentioned it before, but in the game against Tampa earlier this season, Steven Stamkos did an interview with Trip Tracy, and Stamkos likened this Hurricanes team to his own Tampa Bay Lightning from before they were able to get over the hump and win that first Stanley Cup. And I think that is very, very high praise from a future Hall of Famer. So... I I do think that is something that the Hurricanes can look forward to. Like, all right, you know, we are, you know, re- a really good team. We are doing really good things here. And I think that if they can continue to, like I said, build on what they're doing, which it does appear that they will, they don't show any signs of slowing down by any means. I think we're going to see them get over that hump in the next year or two, maybe even sooner. And 
see them hoist another Stanley Cup banner. Let's see them get back to the conference final. Let's see them get back to the Stanley Cup final. Let's see them cement their place as a heavyweight in the NHL and a legit team, not a team that for you know better or worse, you know, uh, like a Stamkos compared the Hurricanes to the Lightning for quite a while there before the Lightning won that first cup. They always choked. Doesn't matter how good they were in the regular season, they always choked. And that was kind of their reputation. Same with the reputation that San Jose had, you know, before they kind of fell off deep in it. Was, you know, really good in the regular season. They may be able to make a run in the playoffs, like the conference final or that one year, the Stanley Cup. But at the end of the day, they're going to choke. And, you know, I think that the Hurricanes, they. I think they can avoid that 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 label of choking if they can get back this if they can get past the second round this postseason. I think they will be able to potentially shed any kind of uh, rumor or not necessarily a rumor, but a label of a team that chokes in the playoffs. Because I think if they do end up losing out in the second, first or second round this year, I do think that stuff will definitely kind of pick up some steam a little bit. But I think this team is really showing us that, you know, we're done with those early exits. We're done with it, and we're ready to make a freaking run again. And, you know, that's just something I think I'm obviously ready for. But at the end of the day, we'll we'll know when we know. We'll know when the playoffs start. But you know, until then, we just got to enjoy the regular season that we're getting right now. We got the game against Calgary here in the next couple of days. So let's just look forward to that stuff. But you know, the Hurricanes are obviously not going anywhere. They're not leaving Raleigh or anything like that anytime soon. They extended their lease through the end of the decade so they're going to be calling raleigh in pnc arena home for another 10 years but the thing is pnc arena it's been around since 99 and it's time for some more updates to happen to the building and we will be diving into that stuff right after this quick break it's a new year and with a new year comes new year's resolutions if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier Make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or heck, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easy to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill. You want to eat healthy, but sometimes it just gets really boring. By like week three, you're thinking, is this just worth it anymore? Where's the chocolate? Well, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and most Built Bars contain only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, net, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compared to that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens upon dozens of net carbs. So, 
this new year, go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Innovations to PNC Arena is something that I have talked about before here on the show. I did an entire episode on it, but I think this is really something that the Hurricanes, they are appearing to work on it some, but it's very slow. And I do understand this is not a thing that can happen overnight by any means. And this is something that's going to take time and money to do but i think it's just with more and more arenas and stadiums coming to fruition across professional sports i think it's becoming more and more evident that pnc arena really needs a facelift it really does and i do understand you know you have the hurricanes player you have the Wolfpack playing there you have all the concerts and other events that that happen there so it it can be hard to do stuff like that and of course the pandemic that definitely put a halt on anything that they may be doing you just look literally across the street from PNC Arena to Carter Finley Stadium the renovations that were going to happen there for the stadium series games that's stuff that is stuff that got pushed back because of the pandemic heck the game itself got pushed back but i i do think it is real they really got to start doing stuff because like i said the the more new stadiums and arenas that open pnc arena is looking more and more dated and i think they first and foremost they have got to start updating fixtures and floors and all of that stuff in there because that's the same stuff that's been there since 99 and it it's not that it's in bad condition or anything like that it's not it's been taken well care of so it's not like it's falling apart or anything like the railings at FedEx Field but (laughs) yeah this is stuff that like like I said, the more new places that open, it's looking more and more dated, and it's time for some updates to happen. And that's obviously something that's, again, not going to happen overnight. It's something that's going to take a lot of time and money. But I think that's honestly the first step they need to do is just updates, redo your floors, redo your fixtures, stuff like that to bring this building into the really into the 21st century bring it into the 2020s not leave it in the late 90s and early 2000s i think it's really time for stuff like that there's obviously those uh updates that were proposed at the end of 2019 but obviously again the pandemic really put a halt on that that was going to be like the a facelift to the outside where they're going to add on to that main south entrance there is going to be like some i believe added some more offices that second level rooftop bar type thing and it i believe you know they're also going to do stuff for the other the 
east and west entrances. I think that was going to do have a little bit of updates. Not to, and then you were also, there was rumor about adding more seating. They're going to take some aisles out in the lower bowl to add more seats. And obviously, again, the pandemic really put a halt on a lot of that stuff. I think that is, and then of course, a few more like fixtures outside were going to be added. But I think that is something that really, really needs to get done. And it's obviously not cheap. That's like a multi-million dollar project. But I, I know at the initial time, there was some concern about doing because I didn't know if the hurricanes were going to extend the lease and all that stuff. But now it's been extended. So, you know, let's go ahead and get this done because it it need, it really needs it. And it, like I said, it's not that PNC Arena is falling apart or anything like that it, because it's still nice and it's not that it's a bad place or anything like that but it is starting to look dated as the years go on and it's time for some updates in there of bring it in i think one thing that they they are obviously slowly doing that on the inside of adding more things you had the shake shack get added in there i think you know, new dining options are going to be really important for in there. Uh, as I just mentioned, the Shake Shack in there, I think you could potentially look into some of your other food sponsors that you have, given you know, that can be a little difficult between you know, the Hurricanes, NC State, and Centennial Authority, the folks that own PNC Arena. Uh, I think that is something that you know they could all work together on to bring in again just some of the sponsors that they have like okay you know, you have pdq in there but you have sponsorships with bojangles and chick-fil-a why don't you have them in there but again i don't know the details on like pdq and and their deal they have um but there's that there um you know, uh, I think it's something that could really be good. They uh, they don't have it anymore, but I remember the Hurricanes used to have a, a deal with Moe's Southwest Grill. I think something like that would be really good in PNC Arena. It would add a bit more variety to your food that you have in there. Uh, that's readily available to people you know obviously your second level has different food <laughs> of course but you know that's you you pay for that there but I think something like that would be really cool I, I noticed this the other day when we were there for the LA Kings game was they've added a, a couple more of those like little beer den viewing area lounges things how, how many words am i going to use to describe that but they, they added uh another one of those down on the first level they had or they still do have the deep river brewing company one on the third level now they have a wicked weed one down on the first level i think that stuff is really cool i do believe they've added a few more little eye outposts and whatnot throughout the arena i think stuff like that's really really good and vital to growth for sure um but 
definitely, you know, I think that will be more enticing for people to really even come out. Just like, okay, you know, I, well, I know they have extremely good food there. Well, I want to go see a game. You know, they have, you know, obviously there's the barbecue nachos that everyone loves. You know, that tends to be a drawing point for especially some more hardcore fans and bring in some more dining options. And I think that would be really good. And I, I think that if they can continue to continue to update the building, I think that will really be able to bring in the NHL more because yes, you have the stadium series game uh, right around the corner, but you you look at you know let's update our building some, bring it into the modern day as successful as our team has been in recent years. Maybe that would give us a better chance to host more things. Let's host the draft again. Let's host the All Star Game again. Because this is stuff that the Hurricanes haven't been able to do in quite some time. It, I think the draft was like that they hosted was 2004 or something like that. It was a very long time ago. The All-Star Game was 2011. So I think that the Hurricanes, if they continue to update their building, and I get it, yeah, again, the pandemic slowed things down as far as things are able to do. But, you know, try to speed it up some come off-season time. It, it, at least get the ball rolling on, on getting stuff done rather than, oh, well, this was planned, you know, and, you know, at, on X date in X year. You know, let's get the ball rolling on this stuff so the NHL can be like, oh, you're doing what to your arena? Huh. Do we have a draft location for such and such year? Do we have a all-star location for such and such year? They're doing all that over there. They're there for the stadium series. Let's go back. You know? Stuff like that. I think that would be really vital to the Hurricanes. I think it'd be really... It would behoove them to really start updating their building some more. And again, a lot of hoops you got to jump through through that. You know, you got to get the Hurricanes on board for stuff. You got to get NC State on board for stuff. You got to get Centennial Authority on board for stuff. So a lot of hoops you got to jump through. But I think if you present that stuff like, you know, this will, if we do this, it'll bring in X amount of money. And the city of Raleigh will definitely like that. But at the end of the day, it's completely out of our hands. I also think, if you're going to be doing all of that stuff to the building, I also think you should, or the city itself should incentivize other businesses and whatnot to build up near PNC Arena, restaurants, hotels, etc. I think that would be really, if they're going to do something like that, I definitely think the city would need to step in and try to incentivize some businesses to build out there as well. But, you know, at the end of the day, the team is going to be the team. The team is going to play there regardless. And we got to wonder who is going to be on the team later in this calendar year. And we'll take a look at those guys 
right after this. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all of the best sports wagering actions for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKED ON to get started and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you got to do is again use that promo code LOCKED ON. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, and even right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Now, last offseason was a big one in terms of contract negotiations for the Hurricanes. We saw guys like Dougie Hamilton hit the road, Brock McGinn, Alice Nedeljkovic, Peter Mrazek, James Reimer. A lot of guys didn't suit up for the Hurricanes following last season. And you got to wonder what's going to happen this year because, again, while we don't necessarily have you know guys of that stature of like Dougie Hamilton stature, we do still have a lot of guys coming up for free agency and contract renewals. We have several restricted free agents, several unrestricted free agents. You look at you know, the guys that are on just on the Hurricanes roster right now. This isn't including down in Chicago, up in Chicago, rather. You, know, you have Josh Levia, unrestricted free agent. Steven Lawrence, restricted. Martin Natchez, restricted. Nina, unrestricted. Derek Stepan, unrestricted. Vincent Trocek, unrestricted. Ethan Bear, restricted. Ian Cole, unrestricted. Tony D'Angelo, unrestricted. Brendan Smith, unrestricted. A lot of guys coming up for contracts and you just got to wonder who's gonna stay who's gonna go I think Martin Natchez I think he's definitely probably most he he's definitely the most likely to come back for sure and get an extension uh I don't think it would be necessarily to the size of Andres that he had in both money and length um so i think he's pretty much a lock to be back i think uh josh levia i think he he'll likely be gone i think uh, brendan smith will be gone i and some of these other guys i'm a little unsure on to be honest nino niederreiter i think he's a guy that they should bring back but Money-wise, will they be able to reach an agreement there? Same with Vincent Trocek. I think he's someone they should bring back for sure, but is it someone that they can long-term bring back, you know? Uh, Money-wise, like, are you going to be worth, you know, a five-year deal or something like that? Giving, they could obviously do something short, a one, two-year deal type thing, or, you know, just go on all together. Or, heck, you know, we'll see how things go trade deadline time. Because I think you look at uh, some of these guys here, I think 
I may get some hate for this, but Stephen Lawrence, I think he may be prime trade bait, to be completely honest. I, I don't want him to get traded. I like him. I think he's a really good depth piece. But their Hurricanes have a lot of depth, as is, and they could maybe afford to move a guy if you know, okay, we're not really going to be able to get a deal done this offseason. Let's go ahead and just see what we can get. And, you know, I think he would be a guy that could maybe get shopped around. And some of these other guys that we know kind of aren't going to be back. Uh, like I said, Josh Levy, I don't think he'll be back. Brendan Smith, I don't think he'll be back. You know, maybe those guys get shopped around a bit. But, you know, you Ian Cole and Derek Stepan, I think those are guys that, I think it'll honestly depend on the end of the season for them. Say the Hurricanes get right there but aren't able to get it done in the postseason, maybe they come back. Maybe they sign another one year. If they fall completely short, maybe they come back, maybe they don't. If the Hurricanes get it done, go all the way. I think that if they want to keep playing, I think the Hurricanes will bring them back. And because I think with those guys at, at this point in their careers, I think they're kind of, you know, they know their role and they're just kind of here to play. And it's not necessarily for the money or anything like that at this point. But, you know, I think some of these younger guys may be out to get, you know, out to get paid. You know, I think, you know, he's going to be one that's, you know, maybe not necessarily like an eight-year deal type thing, but I think he's probably going to want to get paid. Vincent Trocek is going to want to get paid. I think, honestly, I think Tony D'Angelo, I think he's one I really don't know. I think he'll kind of fall in the same category as Ian Cole and Derek Stepan. I think if... You know, the Hurricanes get close and they want to bring him back, they may bring him back. It Or, you know, again, he's an unrestricted free agent, so you know, he can do whatever he wants. But he's a guy I'm not sure. I could see, I could obviously see the Hurricanes bringing him back if he continues to do what they want him to do on the ice, given it wouldn't go ever well with fan base-wise due to his personal beliefs and comments that in actions that he has made in the past. So there is definitely that uh, to think about there, which the hurricanes have shown they don't, they don't care, you know, in, in that regard. But I, I think that if he is, I think he is going to be one that is honestly going to be looking to get paid whether it's by the Hurricanes, which I could very well see them bringing him back if they get close or if they go all the way. Um, but, yeah, I could also see him being, you know, this essentially being a year where he's kind of showing the league what he can do, what he can still do out there on the ice and to maybe... Yeah, you know, all right, I'm going to go out there and have a hell of a season 
you know, and maybe obviously, you know, it's not going to be like a Norris caliber season or anything like that. We know that at this point, but, you know, go out there and have a good season to maybe increase my market value for off season to where, you know, I can go somewhere else and get more money or get more money from the hurricanes. I think that is, I think he's definitely playing like it's a contract year. And I think that's kind of his mindset. But, again, that's just something we'll have to wait and see regardless of where he goes, whether he stays, whether he goes somewhere else. That fan base of that team, they're, they, there's going to be some controversy in that for whatever team he ends up going to due to his off-ice stuff. But I think you also, with the Hurricanes this offseason, you also kind of got to, again, just – uh, like with any contract, you got to kind of look ahead a little bit because, you know, you obviously got, you know, a guy like Natchez this year, but, you know, next year, your your captain's coming up for unrestricted free agency. The end of his 10-year deal is finally here. And you, you obviously know he's not going to go anywhere. I do think with Jordan Stahl, He's not going to be one that's going to want max salary type stuff. No, he, he's going to take a, a hometown discount, I feel, at that point. But, yeah, I think that we are really going to have to plan for that because you got to get him taken care of. And then you also got to get Jesper Foss taken care of, uh, whether or not you want to keep him. Then you have both of your goalies, yet again, are in free agency at the same time. I That will be something interesting to talk about come next offseason and next calendar year. For sure about what the Hurricanes are going to do with their goaltending situation. But it, it, that is something that we will have to discuss next year going into 2023 of what the Hurricanes are going to do in that regard. But at the end of the day, we just have to sit back and enjoy 2022 for the Carolina Hurricanes. Enjoy the rest of this season. Enjoy the offseason. Enjoy the draft. Enjoy next season. And one other thing that we will be talking about in the next episode of where will the Hurricanes be in the next five years? That stadium series, that's happening before we know it. But we'll be talking all about that in the next episode. In the meantime, make sure you go follow Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. Myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Rate the show five stars on whatever platform you are listening on. And now that you've made Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day, go make Locked on Bets your second listen of the day. It's your daily one-stop shop for all of your sports gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. And again, it's going to be available on whatever platform you're listening to this show on. And again, in next episode, we will be looking at where the Carolina Hurricanes will be in the next five years and what to expect from them as well. And I'll talk to you in that episode.